Welcome to All A Cooped Up Podcast. I am your host, Peter Bradders, along with Mr. Woody. How are we doing, Woody? I'm not too bad, Mr. Bradders, and how are you? I am currently uh, eating a pizza, so apologies to those that might hear the, the sounds of a deep pan pizza being devoured. Uh, other pizzas are available from other supermarket change. Um, so if you hear me choking or a bit of rustling in the background, uh, that is literally me trying to be as quiet as I can. Because I am starving. Because I have not had any food since about an hour ago. No, uh, about 20 past five this morning. Wow. And at the time of recording, it is nearly half three. Um, so, uh, the admin bit first. So, as you may have noticed, I have renamed this uh, All Cooped Up, which was the intentional plan to use the name moving forward uh, as has transpired I haven't particularly used that name in the last what was it god knows how many episodes three, I've three been... episodes or something I think oh it's more than three I think it's about six or seven um you beep in there would it uh, yes, I have got things beeping at me in the kitchen, so I've just kicked it. Oh, no. <laughs> Shut it up. So, so uh, up until well, about twenty minutes ago, uh, we were going to stick with the name All Cooped Up, um, but then Woody and I have been discussing things, uh, and we have you oh. A new name has been suggested be between us, brackets, us. Yes. Uh, called, we, so, pardon, I will put this to a vote, and it's going to be either we stick with all cooped up, or we move to the other idea of two by four. Um, would you like to expand on how we came to this name? Just because it gives me an excuse to have this bit of pizza. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, no, the, the name came to me. I read an article. It was about a, a wrestler, um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and it just mentioned because he used to come into the ring and he used to carry uh, a piece of wood, which obviously in America is known as a two by four. It's a standard size, so. It just came to me um, thinking, well, hang on a minute. When we do this this broadcast, there's either two of us doing it at one time. Okay, there was a few weeks ago uh, a missed episode where there was three of us. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's either going to be two and then hopefully, you know, moving on into the future, there's going to be four of us. So I thought two by four. Um, yeah, I thought it was a very apt name because it's... Like I say, there's uh, well, there's four of us in the in this little group that 
does this. Uh, one of them is yet to be introduced uh, on the air because um, we're trying to pin him down. He's um, <laughs> very slippery. And, and it isn't Paul, put it that and way. It, no, it's not Paul. It's our fourth member of the Horseman. Um, yes, the elusive Mr. Abdul. Hmm. So, who we hope to pin down at some point. Um, probably using a very large net. Hmm. So, or getting a big lasso and tying him up, hog tying him that way. But yes, no, no it was just a thought that came into mind. So, I'll see what people think about it. So, <clears throat> we will put the uh, the two names to a vote, a public vote. Um, so either name particularly sounds good, uh, personally. Um, <clears throat> not the best idea to actually try and rush having pizza on a Trenta podcast, really. No, unless it was like a watch along or <laughs> something like that. We, we could call this the feeder podcast, seeing as I'm feeding myself. <laughs> um, but then that, that takes us down a completely different. Uh, avenue which we don't particularly want to embark on no and a very very different audience oh yes uh, but you know it may get us new listeners so <laughs> not, not intentionally played for but you know no. <laughs> uh, so that's the the naming i was gonna say the naming rights but it's not particularly naming rights the the name moving forward Name naming process. Yes, that's the uh, that's the boy. Um, so obviously there was no episode last week. Uh, that was due to me coming back from my trip from Holland and the the fields of uh, tulips and clogs and anything else and windmills. The fields which, of clogs. Yeah. Wow. You've never seen Fields of Clogs? No, I haven't seen Fields of Clogs. Oh. Sounds like it, it sounds like a Dutch porno, does that? <laughs> the, the, the Dutch version of Field of Dreams. Yeah, Field of Dreams, Field of Clogs. Field of Clogs. <laughs> I, you know what? I was really, really tempted to buy some clogs while I was out there. Oh, you should have done. I got some when I was there. They weren't proper ones. They were just like little miniature like um, uh, souvenir type things. But yeah, I got some. Mm. And I went, I loved it. And I got some wooden tulips, so they'd last longer. That's always the better version to do. Oh, yeah. Especially if they're not real. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Because uh, bringing them back on the ferry would have been a bit of a bitch. Yes, it uh, would have. So, obviously, um, <clears throat> so I'd gone, I think I recorded that week that I was heading out. Yes, you uh, were, because you was. Yeah, you were because you weren't sure about well, the, if uh, I was going to do it or not. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to record on the Tuesday, <laughs> and it turned yeah. out I jolly well couldn't. No, um, mainly because I got that old devil called COVID. Ah, again, not what you um, want to bring back as a souvenir. Yeah, I actually think I had it before i went out from uh due to work because there's 
at least a couple of people I can think of that was coughing and spluttering. Um, and I think may have got it from them. Uh, so I had a rough time while I was out there. Uh, did the, the main purpose was heading out with the the uh, disability team or sports disability uh, in the Manchester Mayhem Para Ice Hockey Club, to which we played a game out in Nijmegen, which is pretty close to the German border. Um, to which one day, or the final day of the trip, uh, ha- luckily we were all wearing dark pants. Uh, because as we were having breakfast, we saw a fair few tanks go past on the rail line that was ah. facing us. And then an hour after breakfast, we the group of us, after we'd checked out of the hotel, we did a little walk around uh, Nijmegen to the coffee shop that we found. And proceeded to have the air raid sirens go off for a full two minutes. Wow. Um, to which we were all panicking because we didn't know what was going on until it, uh, someone Googled it, thankfully, and said that the first Monday of every month in the Netherlands, uh, they test out the air raid sirens to make sure the the working and everything's in fine fettle. All right. Um, is that yeah. a new thing then, or is that something that they've done since, like, you know, uh, the 1940s? I couldn't tell you. Uh, but that was the that was the the main reason for him actually blasting it out over the the actual tannoy system tannoy yeah. system thing. Um. The place itself, Namigan, was okay. It was very small. Um, we we got shown around the, the sights and maybe not so much the sounds because there wasn't really that much. Apart from there, so. Mm. Uh, so we ended up doing the the massive walk from the hotel towards the town centre, which took about 15, 20 minutes, maybe more. Uh, we ended up walking through like the little park there, came across an, another Brit that lived in the city. Um, then we got took to, I don't think it was the main square, but it was a square. Yeah. And he proceeded to take us right near the red light district of the area. Oh, your favourite spot. To which it was weird seeing... I mean, you saw a couple of women that were half naked. In the windows. And then, yes. And then there was like two blokes outside that looked like burly blokes. Um, so we didn't know this until um, we asked our host and he said, oh, yes, that's the, the red lightest area. Um. And then he decided to take us away from there and we headed to the river <laughs> and decided to have some food. Oh, right. Thought... And that brings the end to that particular tale. Um, other than that, 
the the game that we played, we ended up um, having a two nil lead, and gave it away late on because we were knackered <laughs> due to the fact that we had about we went from originally a group of twelve, I think, or fourteen to six. So we event so we had a team of like oh sorry seven players. So we had one goalie and five out, out skaters and one spare. Um, look, then we ended up getting a guest from uh, the Amsterdam Tigers team. All right. Uh, called George or Jorg or whichever way you prefer to you say that name. Uh, so he helped us. Um, I did do a video on the tour, but it's very controversial due to some of the stuff that got said <laughs> but it was it's very gallows humor considering you've got some you've got a few amputees and yeah things like that so that, to a lot of people it's offensive but to them it's kind of how they deal with it yeah so um yeah the ferry was um okay i suppose it was very tight cabins and everything the breakfast was nice um yeah how long was the sailing uh 11 hours out at sea but it was an overnight thing sorry 11 hours yeah from from i assume you went from hull yes to rotterdam hull to rotterdam takes about 11 hours what were you doing were you pedaling sleeping no, but ped- was were you pedalling the ferry for it to take no. eleven hours? D- to be fair, it didn't feel like eleven hours. That's one. That was one way. That was one way. Oh, jeez! So, I I whinge about going from Heesham to the Isle of Man, which takes four hours. But at and least it's only could, forty-five miles away. But at least you could walk around on the ferry. Well, yeah, that does help. And you was with a group as well, so it kind of like. Eleven hours. I didn't think it was that long. So we got there at about seven-ish. And we got on the boat at seven-ish. The boat didn't move till nine. But you were on the boat for two hours before you even set off. Because hmm. you have to get everyone on board, don't we? Yeah, but when I catch the ferry, like I say to the other man, you've got... Yeah, but that's that's different. That's well, It's not different. It's, it's, it's the same principle. It's a ferry. It's a cruise liner, though. Oh, this is not like tough. a normal... Like, Ferry. This is like a massive, big bastard thing. To which I might show you the photo of it. Uh, uh, but it was huge. Huge. Uh, it had about 12 decks. And I, and I said the word decks. Um, so I went up on the, the sky deck as it was, on top, so you could see like the, the sea and everything. Yeah. To which, even though it was pitch black, you could still see the sea. Yeah. It did look okay. Um, the North Sea wasn't particularly that choppy, thank God. Yes, thank God. Um, but I was told to have, like, ginger ale if it got choppy. Which they didn't sell ginger ale on the ship. Well, they won't do to prevent seasickness. I don't find ginger ale works for me. Beer works for me, believe it or not. I have, a, I, have a, I have about two pints if I start to feel a bit, and I'm fine after that. Is is that just an excuse, Woody? No, no, because I'm not, you know me, I'm, I am not a drinker. 
you know, I don't drink anything you're, like I used to you're uh, years and years ago. But no, a couple of pints. Smoker. Uh, yeah, I, I smoke more than what I drink. Um, but yeah, no. Well, I'll, I'll have to see if I can get some proper ginger beer then or ginger ale or something. See if that works instead. So, um, coming back as well, was it 11 hours? Got 24 hours on a ferry. Hmm. Got woke up at about 6.30 in the morning by the, the... The captain of the ship was the most stereotypical Dutch-sounding person that you <laughs> could think of. <laughs> if someone said, do an impersonation of a Dutch person, that is what the captain sounded like. Well, we need Paul for that. Well, it could, be any, it could be anywhere in the world. Yeah, I was going to say, he'll probably make him sound like he's from South Africa. Well, to be fair, there's links between Holland and um, South Africa. Oh, yeah, I know. It's the Africanese and, you know, I was going to say invaders, but that's not that's not the right word. Um, Afrikaans, that's it. And explorers, the Dutch explorers mm. back in whenever days. So, uh, yeah, that was my... Um, my interesting trip to Holland. Um, but I'm sure Woody's got some exciting, riveting news that can probably take up eight to ten minutes while I just finish <laughs> his cold pizza off. Um, well, Proceed, Woody. Um, take as is, long as you want. <laughs> there is absolutely no news from my neck of the woods. Oh, um, news, Woody. There's uh, always, there's, there's always no, there's, there's, there's nothing worth talking about I've gone through the news and it's just like about the the football club which is um, in the in a process of hopefully being taken over it was supposed to be by Tyson Fury um, but now some young and I mean really young he's only 20 um, business um, financier whatever um, looking to buy it um, and it's been valued at 20 million pounds God knows why it's that much um, I thought you said he was valued at twenty million. No, no, he's he's got a lot more in his uh, in his portfolio apparently. Um, but yeah, no. So that's about the only news. But it's, it's it was starting to gain momentum, but now it's slowing down. Apparently, there's been a war of words between this young lad and Mister Fury. Um, I don't know. That's just you know speculation. Um, Put him in a uh, ring. Yeah, no, I, I would seriously do that because I don't think that this young lad whose name I cannot pronounce um, because I am hopeless with trying to pronounce names. Where's um, he from? He's probably from London or somewhere, but uh, of his you know family background and stuff, he does have um, a name that I can't pronounce. Mm. So, uh, but yeah, 20 years I old. I your challenge. Yeah. <laughs> um, 20 years old, made his, his fortune uh, from fizzy drinks, I believe. Um, gone up in the financial world and, yeah, looking to buy our club. Um, hopefully, I'd much prefer Mr Fury to buy it. Um, Aha! Because he has got, you know, deep enough pockets to help us. And that is an aha from Alan Partridge. Um. So the, I like the the uh, the photo that's taken of him. I'm just the one with a cheeky grin and like he's wearing like a, a suit. Uh, no, 
Ah. It's him in... It looks like some modelling shot. All right. Uh, Johal. The, ch- the chairman of a company called Saab Capital, a private equity company. He did much better than me at pronouncing it. Oh, I always like having a go at um, hard to name. I'm I'm pretty good on um, Polish names, to be honest. But that is purely down to speed, following Speedway for so long that yeah. I got used to certain Polish words and letters. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm hopeless. I'm absolutely hopeless, especially with like, footballers' names. Anything else, Woody? Uh, no, not from round here. Like I say, it's just about the football club and our abysmal result last night of getting beat 3-0 by Sheffield Wednesday. Because hmm. um, we need to avoid relegation. But that's We're about it. Where are you currently in uh, League One? Uh, we are fourth from bottom. So it is pretty tight. Uh, Forest Green, uh, they're, they're a good few points off. They're rock bottom. But after that, up to about 17th, it is pretty tight. It's only like two, two or three points covering from 23rd all the way up to 17th. So, you know, we after the new year and, you know, start a new year, we started to, to have a good thing. We, you know, we had four four wins, four victories. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had a couple of heavy losses. You know, there was a 5-1 and a 5-0 recently to Derby. But, uh, yeah, and then 3-0 last night. So, we, we just need to get some more momentum behind us. But, you know, with all this that's going on behind the scenes, it's probably having an effect as well. And um, our... Budget for transfers uh, is practically a shoestring. Um, we we were like that when we were in League Two. We have virtually no money um, in the club. Same this year because of current owners um, having also a rugby team which failed HMRC uh, <laughs> tax um, well, inspection, I suppose. You know, the old massive tax bill. That's why they're selling the clubs. So, I mean, was it the uh, the Worcester Warriors? That's the one. Yeah. Now they've folded. That's, that's an interesting story with them. To be honest, themselves. Yeah, I, I don't understand how you can miss paying your tax. Probably because you either can't afford to, well, or then- you think you can just. Bypass it and pay it at a later date. Yeah, and then HMRC or it is HMRC, isn't it? Yeah. Um, to allow them to keep digging a hole for themselves, that's a little bit naughty of them, I think. Um, instead of saying right, just pay now, but no, they let them get into. I think it was over six million pounds in debt. Um, you know, unable to get a tax bill like that, eyes are going to water. I mean, just just look at MPs; they can get away with stuff like. Allegedly, allegedly, we have no evidence. Mm. Um, but yeah, so you know, you know, we've gone through. I think what this is the third set of owners in six, seven years. Um, 
So yeah, we're a club that's just getting like a hot potato, just getting passed around. This is why I prefer Mr. Fury to take over because he's got you know passion. Money. Yeah, he's got he's got the money, but he has got the passion because he is a football fan. So um, yeah, you know, pump a little bit of money in. To, to be honest, out of the two, I'd probably go for Fury because isn't he actually from Morecambe or close to Morecambe? Well, he's from the Liverpool area, I think. Somewhere around that area, but he lives here. He's lived here for for quite a while. So um, his house, his new house, is uh, what five his palatial palace. There. Yes, his his mansion. Uh, yeah, it's around the corner from mine. Um, and then his other house, which is up at Bottomley Sands, that's a, that's a nice house. He still has that. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so I would prefer Mister Fury over this young. Guy, because it could be you know, give it a year or so, and he'd be like, eh, not working out. Mr. Fury has said that he would commit to uh, to the club in the future, so just hopefully get this town back on track to, to its former glory days. You know, we used to be better than Blackpool, you know, back Those a long time days. ago. You know, they were the things we used to hold the uh, uh, Miss Worlds. Um, competition that was held here and uh, Miss Britain and, and stuff because uh, we used to have a Olympic size swimming pool down on the promenade and that's where they did all those kind of beauty pageant contests and, and stuff and yeah we used to have so much in this town and now it is just an utter yeah it's, it's just yeah it's like a builder's yard <clears throat> it's like Britain as a whole mm. Um, well, that pizza was satisfactory. Cold, but satisfactory. Oh, well, glad you enjoyed it. Only because it took me about 40 minutes to eat it. See, and if that was somebody else that we knew, you know, a mutual friend of ours, that would have gone in 40 seconds. True. Very true. No chewing, uh, straight down. I'm still... uh, Awaiting when he comes on here eventually. Oh yes, yes. Which could be fun. Yes, I think it would be massively fun. Mm. Especially if we could get him on with Abdul as well. Yes, if we can get him on with him, then yeah. But uh-huh. the thing is, I don't have his number anymore, so I'd have to message him and just say, "When would you be available?" Oh, just just leave him a note at work, pigeonhole or something. <laughs> Or send him a pigeon and he'll eat it. Allegedly. I think he actually would. <laughs> Going out on a limb, I think he actually would. Uh, Probably wouldn't even pluck it first. I I hope you said the word pluck. Oh, yes, and he may do the other after that as well, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. He might even um, do him at all. We love you. Oh, well, I know you're you're coming down in a couple of weeks' time. Yes. Um, so I don't know if it's coinciding with uh, when Cocaine Bear comes out. With what? Sorry, comes out. Oh, have you not heard of this film? Oh, it's a film. Oh, right. I thought, I thought we were getting a special guest then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, 
Cocaine Bear. I take it you've not heard of this film, then? No. Oh, good. So, it is a based on a true story. All right. Of uh, some cocaine that fell off or got left somewhere uh, and had a wandering bear go through this package, which was cocaine. So is this is this basically Ted on cocaine? And, mm, or Super Ted? I, oh, he definitely felt super after having however many kilos it was. Uh, I will try and get the the actual s- true stats of this up. Um, but it's one of those stories of you hear it and you think it's very far fetched. Then you f- realize, oh no, it's true. However, they have dressed it up massively yeah. <laughs> to make it <laughs> so. When you hear the actual story, it ain't really um, impressive. (laughs) Yeah. So um, this is what it says. Uh, Talking about the film, but then it gives you like a little snippet at the end of like what happened. So cocaine bear. Uh, Cocaine bear is an upcoming American horror comedy filmed and directed by or co-produced by Elizabeth Banks and written by Jimmy Warden. It is inspired by the true story of the cocaine bear, air quotes, an American black bear that ingested a duffel bag full of cocaine back in 1985. Who's a real bear? Yeah, so... Uh, the <clears throat> inspiration this is from Wikipedia, so you know, take it with a, a salt man in Siberia. Um, but it says the film is inspired by the real story of a 175 pound bracket 79 kilogram American black bear that died after ingesting a duffel bag full of cocaine back in December of 1985. (laughs) At least it was during a good time frame then. Because I was born in December of 85. Um, Yes, I was born 87, so the 80s were a good time, but I can't believe that. A bear. How can they stretch out a film? So running time is going to be at least 90 minutes of a bear that's OD'd on some, you know, Well, well, the, the running time is 95 minutes. 95 minutes on a bear OD. How can they stretch uh, that out? Have you ever seen the film Kangaroo Jack? Uh, I haven't seen it, no, but I, I, I've I, heard of it. If you can stretch crap out like that, then you can definitely stretch this out. The bear is currently on display at the Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall in Lexington, Lexington Kentucky, and has so, been named the Cocaine Bear. Of the year 2015. Yeah, God, 95 minutes about that. A lot of creative liberties. So here we go. 
Oh, great. I've just seen a photo of what it looks like. What, the stuff bearing Lexington? This is what it looks like. I'll I'll share it in the... Uh, if I can send an item. So that's what it looks like. Oh no, my screen. So if you can't see it, it is literally a bear on a mini, or it's a stuffed bear, obviously, on a kind of wooden, I'll say plinth, um, with a duffel bag underneath it, with some shrubbery, a bit of grass, and wearing a blue Kentucky hat. It uh, looks ridiculous, to be fair. Oh, jeez. I take it you've seen it then. Uh, no, I can't, I can't see it. Oh. Te- technologies are beyond me. Um, but no, I will look. I will look for it. Uh, God, it, I don't even know what to say. It's like uh, last couple of nights I've been watching some films. Um, yeah. Uh, of Mad Max. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, they've got their own following and stuff like that. Watching them, oh my God, what a load of garbage. Yeah. They're well, some of the worst films I have ever yeah. seen. Well, would you like to know one name that's in this film that oh, you will sorry. will have heard of? Oh. Unfortunately, oh. was his final film that he, he actually recorded. Or oh. in one of his final performances. All right, okay. Who's that? Ray Liotta. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know him. I don't know what I know him from, but I know him. Uh, He's been in films such as Fields of Dreams, Shoeless Joe Jackson. He was in Goodfellas. That was one film I've not seen yet. How have you not seen... I've got it on DVD. I'm going to watch it. I am not the most comfortable around like violence in films like gangster or mafia films but even i have seen goodfellas i haven't watched goodfellas i haven't watched um the godfathers and i haven't watched raging bull i mm, raging bull is not really a gangster film no but it's, it's one a of those film yeah, but it's but, one of those but, films um, that you you know it's one of those much watch must watch films, and I haven't watched them. Well, I've not seen any Godfathers either, or Taxi Driver. I've not seen Taxi Driver. Um, you know these cult films, but I watched watched I've these seen Mad Max. I haven't seen Scarface. I think I've got that on DVD somewhere. But watching these Mad Max films, oh my god, what a load of crap! I you should watch <laughs> you should watch Scarface and then go straight into Cocaine Bear. Just because of the drugs references. Uh, uh, uh. <clears throat> uh, or do a mashup. Scarface yeah. versus Cocaine Bear. Uh, uh, uh. There we go. I'd pay to see that. But yeah, that's what, <laughs> what Al Pacino <laughs> sees. <laughs> when, he's, when he's just surrounded by white powder. <laughs> but that, that, that was literally what Razor Ramon was based on. Oh, nice. <laughs> Bad just, guy. <laughs> Just imagine going, hey man, is is that a cooking bear? (laughs) 
Is that Stuart's in the building? There's, there's us losing a demographic. Um, um, yeah, there's, there's films, that classic films, you know, must-watch iconic films that I've never seen. Italian Job being one of them. I've, I've seen the original and best. I haven't seen the original. The original is very dated. However, yeah. it is still worth it. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine it is, you know, because it always gets referred to as, you know, one of Michael Caine's best films. But yeah. um, plus, plus the fact you had Benny Hill in it. Yeah, and who, can't, who cannot love Benny Hill? You know, the, the fastest milkman in the West. Yeah. Ernie. Ernie. And, um, the, uh, and his villain, two-time Ted from Teddington. Yes, yes, I forgot about him. But no, there's there's other things. like these Mad Max. I've never seen them before. People go on about them, watch them, and they are the worst films I've ever seen. They are down there with the new Batman film. <laughs> For we, me, we were we were chatting about this the other the other day, Twiggy and me, oh. about um, <clears throat> the Batman film. To which yes. I still stand by. I know it's some have said it's one of the best films ever. Well, I think they're on the same stuff Cocaine Bear was. <laughs> Some have said it's one of the worst films. Yes, and I'm one of that demographic. But I'm on the the side of... They kind of lied, in a sense, to us when they put it out. Because I think everyone expected this film to have been like an action-based film. Yeah. due to it being Batman. If they had gone into this film and told everyone this will feature heavily on the detective side of things, I think you would have accepted of or accepted it as it was. Yeah. Would but, you would you agree on that point? Yeah, possibly. But I still fell asleep. Oh, you had a rage sleep. That's what you did. I, you I kicked just, off massively in that cinema. Um, uh, probably. When <laughs> you were talk, when Abdul and me were to try to talk to you, you had a massive paddy. Oh yeah, because of how garbage it was. Halfway through the film, you said this was one of the worst films you'd ever seen. Yes. And then, probably about ten minutes later, you were asleep. Yes, I I slept quite a bit of the film. It was that boring because for me, uh, the worst film that I'd seen prior to that was the remake of Robocop. Now, The Batman went above that as the worst film I've ever seen. I nodded off in Robocop, but this I actually fell asleep in The Batman. It was that awful. And to have Robert Patterson in it, who I cannot stand anyway. The thing I had that I had a slight problem with. Well, they said it was to do, like, the detective side of Batman and how he was, like, one of the world's greatest detectives. Well, clearly isn't. Well, Hercule Poirot is the greatest detective of all time. And Sherlock Holmes could give him a, a and slight And Sherlock challenge. is number, number two, yes. So, that film in particular, I think there's a scene where they go on about a bird that cannot fly. And you had Batman who couldn't figure out what this particular uh, riddle was. 
everyone else in the cinema, I still remember under their breath just going, Penguin, Penguin. Yeah. Everyone knew it was Penguin. It's one of the oldest riddles for Batman ever. It was just like, oh, I, I, oh, is it a pigeon? Is it a hawk? I'm thinking, no, flightless birds, bleeding penguin. Yeah, you know, if it'd been or in Australia, or yeah, it could have been uh, ostrich. It is, but it's obviously a penguin because it's a Batman film. Yeah, yeah, just absolute utter garbage. Yeah, because that was that was the biggest problem I had with the with the film out of everything. Just like, come on now. I'm thick as anything, but even I know it's Penguin that they're yeah. trying to get at. But I'll have to admit, though, with, with the Penguin character, I didn't realise who it was playing it. The oh, makeup, yeah. The makeup say, was bloody good. I'll give I, it that. I, I, I'll agree on that. I didn't even know who was playing it until I, I looked. I couldn't until it tell. came up at the end. Yeah, until I saw in the credits, I was like, no way. But that, the makeup was good for that. But then to have. Um, oh. Who was Alfred? See, this is oh, how much um, observation I talked in here. I fell asleep. Tim from Lord of the Rings and... Oh, yeah, uh, Andy Serkis. That's him. Um, That's the fella. Yeah, Ooh, not a good Alfred, I'm sorry. I like him as an actor. He's a brilliant actor, but not as a good Alfred. Um, in my opinion, Michael Goff, the original Alfred from the Michael Keaton films, was the best. Alfred. And then Michael Caine. Is Alfred? I think I'd go Kane and then Goff. No, no, no. Michael Goff was was the best for me. He just had that proper oh, right. Britishness butlerism. What about Jeremy? If that's Iron? a word. Uh, uh, where, yeah. where would he come in this? Well, third, because Michael Goff did four of the Batman films. He did the Michael Keatons. He did the Van. I know he said Van Helsing then. Um, Van Val Kilmer. Uh, George Clooney won. Yeah. And then who took over after that? It, then went Christian Bale, didn't he? Which was uh, Michael Caine. My Michael Caine. So he did three of them films. And then it went into Ben Affleck with Jeremy Mark. Irons. Michael Caine. They did. Bosh the Bruce. But I can't remember who played Alfred in the TV show with Adam West. Uh, I can Google it. I really can't remember. I really can't remember. I, I remember it, how he looked. I can't remember how he looked. But uh, so yeah, for me, Michael Goff, and then uh, Michael Caine, and then Jeremy Irons. But you know, Andy Serkis. I want to say it was Goff as well for some reason, but I don't think it was. It could. It, it, I'd, I'd laugh if it was Michael Goff that he'd just done the TV show with Adam West. Oh no, I'm confused. Batboy. I'm confusing, aren't I? I'm confusing. It was Alan Napier or Alan Napier. Oh, Probably right, Napier. Okay. Um, so yeah. He did it for two years. Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah. From 66 he, to 68. So, he'll probably even go above Andy Serkis. Um I won't even get into the list of Batmans because, you know, I thought Ben Affleck, when he took over, I thought he was awful. I really did. You know, I had a little rant about that as well. But no, Patterson topped that to make it even worse. I'm, I'm just uh, 
Wikipediaing oh. Batman the TV series. I'm just looking at the recurring villains. I was remember seeing the Joker and the Riddler and um, oh, Poison Ivy. So these oh, wow. were the recurring villains. I will not try and pronounce the the names because I will get them wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, now and then I will though. Uh, Cesar Romero was the Joker. Yeah, brilliant uh, portrayal of it. I thought. Uh, Burgess Meredith was the Penguin. Then seasons one to three saw Frank Gorshin or Gorsin. And then season two had John Astin playing the role of the Riddler. Yeah. Uh, then seasons one and two saw Julie Newmar play the role of Catwoman. Yes. Uh, that was before Eartha Kitt came in season three. That's who I'm thinking of. Eartha Kitt was Catwoman, yeah. And then we come to some of the, how can we put it? Unusual. Uh, well, well, there was this one as well. Uh, George Sanders in season one, as well as Eli Wallach. And this may give it away on the as, as to the who I'm going to talk about. Otto Preminger. Uh, they played the role of Dr. Art Schivel. Otherwise known as Mr. Freeze. Uh, then the villains, or the rest of them, some of them I, re- I remember watching and thinking these are really bad. No, there's uh, one that I remember in particular, and I think it was called The Pharaoh. So, well, Egyptian. Literally, thing. that is the next one I'm going to mention. Oh, right. <laughs> so, you had Professor William McElroy. Slash King Tut. That's it, King Tut. I remember what I remember seeing him thinking, what is this? Yeah. Uh, you had the Mad Hatter. Which no, that's from the craze. Of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I still know him from the craze more. The Mad Hatter. Uh, you then had Egghead. He who was played by Vincent Price. What the Vincent Price? The Vincent Price. Dracula. To which I remember. I remember Egghead because he appeared in more than the Penguin and the Joker did. It felt like. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) To which I, I don't think I have to give two guesses to how he looked. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think yes. Humpty Dumpty got a physical form. Pretty much. Uh, you had Marsha, Queen of Diamonds. Uh, I'll come to that one last because it's the worst one of all. But then it's a toss-up for the next three, really. Uh, Louis the Lilac. A gangster with a fondness for flowers. Jeez. This was the 60s. Uh, and then Olga, Queen of the Cossacks, a Russian villainess, often paired with Egghead. The worst one of all, and I remember seeing him once and thinking, 
Hopefully that is the only time. And it was Shame the Cowboy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Enough said about that there. Um Yeah. Yeah, enough said about that then. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, it's like going to the films and stuff. Some of the characters that were played by so like the Joker, uh by Jack Nicholson. I thought that was a really, really good Joker. Oh yeah. Um and then you obviously had the Joker in the Dark Knight series by um Heath Ledger. That's Heath Ledger. The that was a Ledger. Yeah, that was a good Joker for that films. Yep. And the Jack Nicholson one was good for those films. Yep. Um the uh the penguin, Dan Danny Vito's penguin, I thought was really good. Uh for the film, you know, for, to be tied in for that film, for I the, thought was for really the good. Film, yeah. The storyline of him was a yeah. little bit thing, but to, for the person to play that part, I think they got the right person to do that. Um well, we, and Catwoman we, as well. I think I think they got the right person for the part. Or oh, like maybe the story wasn't good for, for Catwoman, but they got the right person. I feel anyway, in my opinion. All right then. Seeing as we're about Oh, we're about fifty-five minutes, so we've 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 got time to do it. In the last six minutes, so I will give you a character, and you tell me which was the best version that played them. All right, okay. Is this for Batman or for anything? Batman. Okay, go. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a any. I'll give you a, a free toss on this one, or a good thing for it. Harvey Two Face. Right, so there was the Dark Knights one. Yeah. Who I can't remember who was played by, but he was in Battle of Los Angeles and stuff. Um, he was all right. And then you had um, Mr. Grumpy of Hollywood, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, who I actually preferred. Um, even though the film was god-awful, but I liked him as Two-Face. Um, I don't know who the other Two-Face was. There was one. Was it just them two, or was it, there has it, been another as one? As far as I know, it was just them two. I thought there was another one. I don't know. Don't know. But no, uh, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones for me. Yeah, I. That's that's what I would have gone for. Because he had the proper suit, you know, a two-faced suit, and yeah, yeah. That's 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 the uh, for me the the best version that's been played. Um, for Harvey Two Face. Uh, let's go, Catwoman. Right. Well, uh, thingy. What's her name? Michael Keaton film. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, probably because you've had Halle Berry, who had her own film in it. Oh, thought she did it. Um, then you had the one who was in it now, and that was Lenny Kravitz's daughter, I believe. If I remember. I... Bow to yours. I think so. I think it was her. I can't remember her name. She wasn't brilliant. But saying that in the Dark Knight ones, um, whose name Anne eludes me? Anne Hathaway. She was okay. She I was, like she Anne was a Hathaway, lot more. but she didn't. She was more of a thief than she was actual yes. fighter. 
I mean, I could be biased and say I'm halfway, but... Yeah, no whip. I don't remember having a whip. She didn't no. have a whip, did she, Anne Hathaway? Not that I'm aware of. No, I don't remember no, having a whip. No, she fighting skills. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, Michelle Pfeiffer, because of the, the costume and the cat-like actingness as well, because she, you know, when she fell from that building, she was bitten by all those cats. She inherited cat-like skills. Alright, on this one then, the Riddler. Jim Carrey. I thought you were going to go that way. Jim Carrey. I'd probably go the TV show. I thought the TV show version was better. I don't think I ever remember watching the Riddler on the TV. I hardly watched the TV show. Um, Just caught odd episodes now and again, but for me, Jim Carrey. Because he could just be that eccentric because um, what Edward Enigma wanted the character's name yeah so yeah that was for me but that, I'm just going on on the films because like I said I've not watched much of the TV show so so the penguin Danny DeVito and will Colin, Colin Farrell is a, is a good second because there's only been two of them but I think Danny well, DeVito for the actual character because being the you know being well, the sort of right height, being I, the help him. I'd got the TV show again, hmm. but then again, I I watched the TV show a fair bit in, in my youth. Yeah, uh, and the final one, the best Joker. For you. Well, it's like what I said before, the, the Joker that they got for the Michael Keaton film was, at, you know, was very good for that film, for that story and stuff, for the Joker being, you know, being a mafia and then falling into the vat and, and so on and so forth. But um, the, the latest one, who was it? That Phoenix bloke, was it? Um... One of the Phoenix brothers. And he had the film The Joker. That was god-awful. And then the... <laughs> And then the, the joke that he had with idiots. Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. He was oh, god awful. Jay something, innit? Jared Leto. Him. He was crap. You know, just weird and yeah. Nah, I think Jack Nicholson was the best one for that film with that storyline. And then um, Heath Ledger's for the Dark Knight films, you know. Was good for, for the Jokers. Ah, it's a tie between them two. I don't. But not that Phoenix or that other one. Absolute garbage. And Harley Quinn. We got the right person for that, I think. Margaret Robbie. In my opinion. I didn't even come. I didn't even think about Harley Quinn. Um, you know, it's Margaret Robbie because she's had, she's in the Suicide Squad film, and then, you know, to get her own. Um, thing she just she for me she does play it very very well. Well, it's like spoke. here's another here's the last one for you the best commissioner, Commissioner Gordon. Yes. So who do you think is? I'd probably say Gary Oldman. I would say Gary Oldman, even though I did like the TV one. Ooh. Yeah, but Gary Oldman. Me... Give me one minute. Oh.
Yeah, so Batman films. But then we'll get into the discussion of Superman. Of, you know, the Superman films who played the best Supermans and going into the whole DC, which I think has been absolutely just bad. I think Marvel have picked him to that, but that's just my opinion. So we will wait for Mr. Bradders. And you're back. I did talk a little bit and then there was a long pause because I had to go and do the same thing. I think that pizza shot right through me. (laughs) So, uh, what was the last thing you you said? I was just saying about. like the Superman like saga as well, uh, and like DC as a whole, just how bad they've been in comparison to Marvel, who've got their shit together with <laughs> films and characters. And the thing is with DC, it's they seem to get things right, and then they somehow manage to just mess it up somehow. Yeah, they do. It's like um, Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman is a great film. You know, Gal Gadot and yeah. uh, Chris Pine. You know, that was a good, good film. And then the second one, 84, I thought wasn't at all thing. And they had so much going for it. And then, yeah, just thinged off. And with Superman, I didn't like Superman. I never... The new ones. I like the old ones with Christopher Reed. Yeah. I I mean, Cavill's a good actor, but there was just something about the new Supermans where I... Just never really got into him. No, I, I didn't. I didn't like it. And then Justice League, that was always a dare. Oh, once I found out Ben Affleck was playing Batman, in, interest for me. I mean, that's, that seems to have been a poisoned thing anyway. Because you had people that weren't a fan of the suit. There's been a few that weren't fans of the Superman films. So then he had Ben Affleck come in as Batman, which everyone said he was going to be crap at. Yep. He had Gal Gadot, who a lot still particularly don't like having a female character that's a lead. But Wonder Woman, in her <laughs> own right, she dominated the telly in the 60s. Yeah. You know. But it's the thing of... It's like you'd seen so many say, oh, why do we have to have a female character? And I thought, because that was one of the main things. Yeah, yeah, she was, she was part of the Justice Superman. League. Yeah, the Justice they League were the and main all that. Yeah, and then you can throw in the Flash. I remember, I remember that, you know, the Flash was a big comic mm. in then, its time. The only thing you've got with the Flash is the one that plays him. Ezra yeah. Miller. Yeah. And some of the things that's gone on with him, because like the trailer for the new uh, Flash film has got um, Michael Keaton in it as as Batman. Yeah, which is good. But a lot of people are torn because they want to see it, but at the same time they don't because he's playing the Flash still. See, I don't mind him as the Flash. I really don't. I don't think it's him necessarily as the Flash. I think it's just. Him as a person. Yeah, these alleged allegedness comments and reactions that he's mm-hmm. portrayed, put out there sort of thing. But no, he's, he's okay as the Flash. And then the Cyborg didn't understand the point of him. Um, Aquaman, I'll give, I'll give credit where it's due. Aquaman, Jason Momoa, 
good shout. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think that was I a mean, very I good got, shout. I mean, we got drenched watching Aquaman. <laughs> due to the uh, the faulty 4DX thing at, I think it was Ashton Moss or Didsbury. It was one of the two. <laughs> Couldn't but, believe yeah. that. Kevin still gets a kick out of that and brings it up from time to time, you know. Oh, well, it's not like he doesn't forget things. <clears throat> Come out the cinema drenched. He was like, what okay. happened to you? He was like, watched Aquaman. He said, you know it's a film. Like, yes, Kevin. <laughs> very, very good. Well, yeah, they got the casting right with Aquaman. and The film, you know, the film was good in, in Aquaman, I thought, overall. I, I actually think Aquaman, going in, I think that's the rare time a film's come out where no one's been that fussed and by afterwards everyone's just gone oh yeah the, like the character's been more of interest yeah you know they did right they got uh you know Aquaman's dad you know who is Hollywood royalty um in my opinion for, for being uh Boba Fett in Star Wars huh. um and then to get um oh what's his face we played the Green Goblin. Oh, uh, William, uh, William Defoe. Defoe. As, you know, his thing and stuff. And then to bring Thingy out of retirement, well, not out of retirement, but Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. He played a good, yeah. good, good baddie, goody type, sort of. I can't take him as a goody in anything. No, no, no he, he looks like a baddie. He acts like a baddie. I think I've um, just watched him too many times in Rocky films to, like, yeah. recognise him as a possible, like... And then even in the Expendables, he was a bit of a, a bad, a baddie. You know, I've you know. never watched the Expendables. Oh no, it's, it's I, never I, interested me. I, I, it's like Fast and Furious films; they don't interest me. Uh, they've got a little bit thing in the minute, but no, I do recommend the Expendables. I did enjoy it, especially the first one because you got Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hmm. You know, who is just one of the. <laughs> it's a, it's a right. film about action heroes, and Stone Cold is one of those people who will just fight. This is, oh, it's not a tiny bit going off topic. It is going off topic. Cool. I've just, I'm waiting on a package that I had an email earlier from eBay. And it said to me, just to let you know that your uh, your parcel will, has been delayed for a certain time due to certain reasons. Because <clears throat> it's coming from Evie or whatever. Oh, Evie. Probably yeah. Hermes or whatever. So it says, we will let you know when it's when it's coming. It could be like a day to a week or something. And I've just had an email about eight minutes ago. And it says, just to let you know, it is now out for delivery. And it will come <laughs> between five and seven. I'm thinking, how do you say it, there's a problem with it? And it ain't coming to all of a sudden... Oh, yeah, it's being delivered today. Oh, they found somebody with a pushback. Sweet line of Zion. <laughs> so, but no, these, they, with DC films, they have got some good ones, right? And then they've, they've ruined it. It's like Aquaman 2 when that comes out. Well, Is that going to go like the other films have when they've made a sequel? Well, I wanted to see Black Adam, but that seems to have been massively banned. Yeah, that has been massively um, thing from what I've read and and such. Um, I, I think you watched it and said it was all it was just about passable. Hmm. 
But I don't know the story of Black Adam anyway, so I'd be going into it blind. But what I know, he's like the the black sheep of like. If you you've seen Shazam, haven't you? No. I thought That's you saw Shazam with us. No, no, I wasn't there then. I wasn't there. So apparently, Black Adam is the seventh one. All right. Who's like the the missing one? So missing link. Uh, because as far as I know, he was meant to be in Shazam 2. And right. he kind of all ties together or something. Uh, but no, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, all right. no, I'll give Black Adam a watch. Spoilers. Because um, it's, uh, it's got Dwayne Johnson in it, The Rock. To, to I think... honest, Shazam is worth a watch as well. Right, I'll give that a watch. I'll wait for it to come it's... on to uh, the streaming platform. Don't go into it thinking it's a great film. I probably won't. It's it's very much of how you would have thought going into Aquaman. And it's far more brighter and cheerful than any other DC film. Oh, okay. It could easily come off as a Marvel film. Oh, it's, it's that cheerful. But it does it? have a lot of dark things in it. Oh, right, okay. I will, I will definitely give that a watch when it comes available on a streaming platform. Because I was going to say it should be on a streaming platform now, really. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll search. Long enough. I will give it a, a search and have a look. But yeah, it's because um, what other films have I watched recently? I've been trying to catch up with the Marvel films. Hmm. So I watched the Black Widow film, which I thought wasn't brilliant. <clears throat> Really didn't. There was a lot of problems with that film. Yeah, a lot of inconsistencies with what had been mentioned prior. Um, The Ten Rings, Shang Chi and the Ten Rings, Shang Zi, Shang Zi, whatever he's called. That was not brilliant for me either. Um, And then the Eternals. What a load of garbage that was. To be honest, weren't most of these films that came out online as opposed to cinema all not do that well? Yeah, it was because of the the the, the, co- the, the COVID and stuff. They all got launched onto Disney Plus. Yeah, without getting a cinema release, and yeah, I think they were rushing the films to get them out. Um, you know, to be put onto to online, and yeah, they just the Eternals and the the Ten Rings and the Black Widow. They 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 just felt rushed, and you know, Black Widow. The best part of it was having Ray Winston in it. For me, (laughs) and the others, nah. For me, though, I've just been watching comedy specials. I've just been watching Bo Burnham. So, oh, that singing guy, is it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That one that you. Oh yeah, you showed me a thing, didn't you? Of a a clip of him, didn't you? Yeah. A couple (laughs) of weeks ago, yeah. So, uh, to be honest, I he's. He's very much my uh, my humour. Yeah. So, so I, watched, I watched one while I was off ill. I watched... Um, what was it called? I want to say Still Happy or something like that, but I don't think it is. It'll come to me. Yes. Um, but the, the one he did during lockdown, that he filmed himself and did everything like 
camera shots, editing wise, songs wise, called Inside. Because <clears throat> he did it like over the space or over the span of a year during yeah. lockdown. It's, I think it's great. Personally. Yeah. That, there's one for you to watch. Yes, I will. Uh, I will not knock it until I've tried it. Like yes. most things. What? What she said. Uh, um, I'm just trying to find what the. Just trying to find out what the show was called, and it's really annoying me. <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, make happy. Oh, I'm far off. Still happy. Yeah, you got happy in there. So, yes. So I've noticed it's an hour and seventeen, which it won't be because once I've edited some parts, it will probably come down <laughs> to about an hour and ten. <laughs> um, or I might chop some of this. <laughs> Most of it. Um, but yeah. Um, again, we will take a vote on what the show will be named moving forward uh, so you will find out the winner uh next week which at the moment provisionally uh, we are looking at next monday to do the recording mm-hmm. all being well you never know oh i was gonna say we could have paul but he works mondays oh what a shame yeah not that he comes on much Sorry, Paul. Um, but yeah, that's uh, this episode in the proverbial can. Uh, I have been Peter Bradders, or Bradders, whichever. He has been Mr. Woody. Uh, and I suppose it just remains for us to sign off like we normally do. So it's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. <laughs>